Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, early life conditioning, to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I address on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I discuss releasing everything that is not love, various ways to release and detach from things that we engage in, people we connect with, who take us away from love rather than bring love to us and our divine feminine self that we honor. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a divine feminine solo episode. And today I want to talk about the idea of releasing any attraction to anything other than love, which essentially means releasing any attachments or seeking out anything other than what is for your highest good. So let me elaborate on this further. I've been thinking about this lately in terms of being ready to find true love, a soulmate, something that is actually good for my heart, for my soul, not something that makes me anxious, that leaves me in a constant state of emotional turmoil, that messes with my head. These are all the repercussions of giving into attraction that is not love. So I made a statement for myself. Every night I go out for a night walk and I have a field outside of my house and I stand in the middle of the field and I, every night I release something new to the sky, to the moon, a new release practice. And yesterday I stated, I release attraction to anything that is not love. That's my new statement because that to me means that I'm letting go of my tendencies, my cycles, my habits, Um, We'll call it, we'll just go say my addiction to giving into attraction that is not based in love. It's based in desiring to have my wounds tended to, to have my ego fed, right? And this can be in a lot of different facets, right? I'm speaking mostly to romantic situations, right? Where I am attracted to a lot of things that are not good for me, especially in in love and relationships. There's a lot of things though, right? Like you can be attracted to a particular opportunity or a particular place or certain people to hang out with or certain scenes or scenarios, whatever it might be that you know are not based in love. They're tempting, they're seductive, they're interesting, but you've been there before and you know how these things usually turn out. 
They don't leave you feeling good. Again, in your heart, in your emotional body, in your mind. So when do we finally decide to let those things go? To release this attraction to anything that is not love? Because why would we ever want anything other than love? Because love is just another word for positive energy, healthy connections, things that bring about high energy, right? Things that make you feel good. Things that aren't conditional. Things that honor yourself and involve other people who honor themselves as well and who want to honor you. So we can release. We can release our attractions. And I'm not saying that they go away, right? I'm still going to have the feelings, right? You're still going to have people reach out to you or approach you or opportunities come up where you'll say, Ooh, that's really alluring. I'm really attracted to this. I you can feel the attraction. So I'm not saying I release the feeling I'm saying I'm releasing more so chasing that attraction. Right. But also it just made me think, why would I want to be attracted to something that's not good for me? Why would I even entertain the idea? Because that's what I do. Right. If an ex reaches out where it didn't end well, and I know how that story goes, but they're saying all kinds of nice things and they want to see me and I haven't been with anybody in a while, then I'm drawn to that attraction of, Ooh, maybe I should try this, but it's not love. There's no love there. Not real love, not the love I'm looking for now. So why would I play into that attraction? So that's a, the declaration. Again, it doesn't mean I won't feel the attraction, but the more we say it, we release it. I've talked to a lot of people who are now in soulmate happy relationships that have reached a point where they've done a lot of their own healing. And they say that that attraction doesn't even come up anymore because they used to be like me and many of us who are attracted to things that are not good for us because we're more in our lower energy, that low energy that's saying, Ooh, that might be a good fix. That'll make me feel good. That'll be really validating. That'll give me that boost. But then those things are usually what drop you down. Because they're cheap. Anything less than love is cheap. It's cheap energy, cheap thrills. And, you know, have your kicks, have your thrills as long as you want. I'm just offering that if you feel like I do, where you're ready to step up your game, have a different experience of life. Because like they say, if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. I've never been in a healthy, loving relationship. They are said it. I've been in love being relationships. I've been in beautiful, loving connections, but they weren't necessarily healthy to the degree that I desired. They definitely weren't true love or soulmate connections or soulmate love. And that's what I'm ready for now. So I'm declaring, I want something I've never had. Hmm, maybe I have to stop doing some of the things that I keep doing that keep leading me in these cycles. So this to me felt like the strongest one, which was I need to release my attraction to those things that are not love. I need to stop playing that game. And I brought this into the divine feminine sector because to me, that is really stepping into your divine feminine where you're saying, I'm going to have these earthly temptations. I'm going to have these physical temptations, but I'm going to put my divine feminine self number one. I'm keeping that in mind. That is my shining light, my North star that I will always honor and work by. Because that's what I've done my whole life is I've tried 
not my whole life. Sometimes I just didn't give a fuck because I didn't care about myself. I didn't love myself. I was self-destructing. But now I've established this is where I want to go. I have a North Star. But I've since I've established that, I've had things come up. I've had attractions, shiny, pretty things. And I said, oh, well, I'll just take this little detour. And then I crash and burn. And then you wake up a year later and you're like, what the heck just happened? And not to say that I didn't learn a lot from the situations. I truly believe that everyone I've been through, those divine detours, they call them, were necessary. But I do believe at a certain point, they are no longer necessary. And you're just wasting your time by going in another round. So we make declarations. This is also an episode to encourage you to, if you have a mantra that pops up for you, if you have an affirmation, some people dismiss affirmations. I think they're powerful. It's not like they're going to, it's not necessarily that they're going to solve everything, but they can't hurt when you repeat it. And it becomes your, again, your guiding light that you can ask yourself, ask yourself, is this honoring me? Is this attraction leading to love? I told myself I was going to release attractions to anything except for love. So, but when something pops up that's bright and shiny, am I going to stray from my declaration to honor my divine feminine? Because again, the divine feminine is that which knows that the only true connections are loving connections. Everything else is bringing us to a lower state. The divine feminine, feminine always wants us to honor our highest self, to do what is best for us, to always hold ourselves in the highest regard and all beings in the highest regard. That's the divine feminine that holds life sacred. When we don't hold ourselves sacred by not exposing ourselves and not subjecting ourselves to connections, experiences, opportunities that are not going to truly honor us, then we say no, because I'm looking out for number one. I'm going to share also a few little other mantras that kind of stem off from this. So you guys can kind of play with this, take them home, make your own. I wrote them down on these little cards and now I keep them in front of me, in front of my computer because I spent a lot of time here. <laughs> and they just are helping me to realize, you know, the more that you do look and, and repeat things, keep it in your focus. You keep it, it, you know, right there so that it makes it harder to stray from them and choose differently. And they do all kind of go together. So the other thing that I heard this morning is I put my focus and interest into my life, my progress, and my potential. Because again, talking about being attracted to things that aren't good for you, I get sucked into drama. That's my next card. Detach from drama. This is, you guys might have seen this Oracle card. There's this really cool Oracle card deck and there's, I forget who the uh, figure is that's represented on this card, but it says detached from drama. It's this woman just putting her hand out as if to like release all the drama in her life. I get sucked into it, right? I'm an addict at heart. When things are tantalizing and provocative, I'm like, ooh. Or if I have an ex, I want to see what they're up to. And if they're dating somebody, I want to know the details. And I'll find myself doing searches that I shouldn't be doing. I get sucked into the drama, which also is not honoring yourself. That's why I wrote this one. I put my focus and interest into my life to my progress and my potential. I just got back on social media last year. I got rid of it 10 years prior. I was off of it for 10 years because this is exactly what I did. I did the opposite of this. I didn't care about my life. I didn't care about my progress or my potential. I didn't think I had any. I just wanted to look at other people's lives. I would go on Facebook and see what everybody else was doing and be think, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. They're so impressive. They have this, they have that. And I would just swoon over other people's lives and feel no interest in mine. 
I didn't really even know how to sit in my own self and my own life and honor it. That was a learning process that happened through my 20s because it was so brutal to live that way. I realized, I finally realized I need to find some way to connect more with honoring and loving myself. That was when my spiritual journey really began. So it also helps me when, you know, let's say you see someone doing really great on social media. Being able to honor our life helps us to say, wow, that's fantastic for them. Rather than saying, why is that happening for them and not me? I do that and I don't like it. I don't like that. I want to cheer for everybody. But it's my little reflex in my mind says, well, why not you? So when we are more invested in our life, we don't care about, we're not, there's nothing about comparison. If you had blinders on, all you would see is where your progress is and what you're doing and how your potential is so great and what your life is. But we have so much room for comparison in this world. So many outlets to just compare and see all these different facets of people's lives that may or may not be accurate. So I chose to focus on my life. I listened, I put on some powering pump up music and I thought, yeah, I'm going to just think about what my potential is and not to be like, not like a grandiose way. Like I'm the best, but we need to, again, it's honoring ourselves and not getting sucked into this comparison more than less than not good enough mindset, getting sucked into who's this new girl that he's dating. Is she better than me with this? And I could, you know, want to go down that rabbit hole of learning everything about them so I can decide who wins, right? Me or her, upgrade or downgrade. And it's silly. And sometimes we're still going to do it because we're human and we're curious and we're creatures of, we're earthly creatures that have human needs. And part of that is to feel like we fit in and are worthy. And that might be through comparison. However, once we begin our spiritual journey and we just recognize ourselves as divine feminine beings, there's no space for anything other than just focusing our, on our own life, our own progress, and our own potential. Our progress in our time, our life as it is, and what it could be, potential. And then the last one that I wrote was I release, oh, sorry. Yeah, I release negative thoughts about myself and my life. So again, that kind of goes hand in hand, right? Because the other thing, when we're, when we're looking at other people's lives, that can lead into these thoughts of, oh gosh, well, you know, I'm 37 and I still haven't done that. And I still don't have this. Should I feel bad about it? Ooh, I really didn't look good in that picture. And oh, I really didn't do well on that today. And oh, I don't know if that person really liked me. We, If we're constantly having thoughts that degrade us, that judge ourselves, that are critical about ourselves or our lives, again, we're not honoring ourselves. We're not focusing on our potential and constantly being our own greatest supporter to move forward in our progress. We're not detaching from drama because we're creating a drama in our head, which is being critical and rude to ourselves. When we release all of these things, we become the true divine feminine. And even if you're a guy listening to this and you become connected with the divine, that's all I'm saying. The divine feminine, I I see it as the earthly outlet for experiencing. It's the part of within you that experiences that divine connection, that essence of you that is with source. Because we have male and female. There's the male part of us that wants to create and wants to express our essence. And it's that which is always connected with our essence. So when we're in our divine feminine and we're truly stepping into it, we release anything that's not aligned with reaching our highest potential, our highest state of joy and love and sharing that joy and love and inspiring that joy and love in others. Not comparing ourselves, not spending an hour on social media deciding whether or not you're better or worse than this girl or the other person. 
not being connected with drama, not getting sucked into situations that are tantalizing and exciting and maybe seem fun when you're bored, but is that how you want to fill your time? You know, is engaging in things that are lower energies? Focus on your own life. Keep your interest on your life. How amazing can you make it? What a glorious life you have. There's a beautiful quote by, I think it's Mary Oliver that says, what will you do with this one precious life? If we're busy looking at everything else, everyone else's life and comparing and having negative thoughts, we're going to think, well, I'm not going to do shit with this life because who am I? Who am I to have a good life? What do I have going for me? We want to see our infinite potential. We want to recognize our beautiful progress, right? We want to see our life as the most glorious creation, expression of ourselves. All right. I hope that was helpful. Now I'm going to pull a card. Today, I'm pulling a Moonology Oracle card for y'all. This is, and it's a it's Moonology. We actually have, well, I'm releasing this. I'm recording this episode on the last day of June. And there's a full moon on Monday, the 3rd. But I don't know if I'll get this one out in time. But there's new, there's full moon energy. So I'm uh, tapping into it. Ooh, all right. All right. Here's a good reason to stay tied into your life. We got the card, a fiery climax approaches full moon in Aries. This coming up full moon is in, oh my, is in Capricorn. So not quite Aries, but this card is the Aries energy. So a fiery climax. See, this is saying, I feel like this is encouraging. It's saying, if you stick with this, if you write down your goals, right? These new declarations that I release negative thoughts about myself. I release attraction to anything that isn't love. I've been there before. I've done that. I'm done with it. I put my focus on my life, on my progress, my potential. Then look out because something big and fiery is coming. There's a climax coming. Because think about it. You build the momentum. Just as I was describing, picture this in your head. If you're looking around at everybody else, you're literally diffusing your energy. Just like if a um, if a ship is trying to go really fast, if you all of a sudden put out like, a bunch of, I don't know, like if you put a lot of metal things from out from the ship, you would slow it down, right? Or an airplane. You know what I'm saying? If you don't streamline something, the more you streamline a boat, the faster it's going to go rather than like putting out giant oars and stuff out. Streamline your energy by focusing on you and your progress and yourself and only have positive thoughts, positive regard, and not taking those detours to be attracted to anything that isn't love. Because I promise you those things that aren't love are detours and anything that you're attracted to that is love is in your path already because your path is made of love. We stay on our meant, the path that we're meant for. It's always leading us to the next highest thing, which is love. When you do that, when you pick up that pace, when you hit that momentum, you're approaching a fiery, fiery climax, which as I said before, is something you've never experienced before. You're finally getting the engines going for something that's about to take off that you've never had because you're doing things differently. You're doing, you're getting something you've never had because you're trying something new that you've never done. A fiery climax approaches. If you honor yourself to that degree, your true divine feminine self, and you say, this is it. You're number one now. You're number one. I will honor others if I get opportunities request I will say thank you no thanks if they're not for me if they're not for my highest good if they're not based in love all right everybody I hope that was helpful 
Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.